Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. Episode 2.30, 2.30, and wow, we've made it this far, 31 episodes I think now in a row, going strong till January 1st, it's 9.33, and it's Thursday night, um, I didn't, <laughs> which has become the normal thing, I don't have a topic for today. And I was looking through some books this evening, trying to spur some motivation and some inspiration. Seriously thought about not doing it. But again, I just, I made this commitment, right? So maybe that's part of the, part of the topic is commitment. Are you committed? Do you just like the idea of it? Does it just sound interesting? You want the result, but you don't want to do the work? Lots of ins and outs there, right? <clears throat> that wasn't really my topic. But my topic I want to talk about a little bit today is sponsorship. And I don't think I've ever talked about sponsorship on the podcast, which I was really surprised when I started... Um, thinking about that and I don't have any notes I didn't you know sometimes I make some notes for the to sit here and and talk about but uh, this is just kind of off the cuff and I found a spot here in the book so this is on page 56 of um, the basic text it says we cannot afford to lose sight of the importance of sponsorship and of taking a special interest in a confused addict who wants to stop using. Experience shows clearly that those who get the most out of, their, of the Narcotics Anonymous program are those to whom sponsorship is important. Sponsorship responsibilities are welcomed by us and accepted as opportunities to enrich our personal NA experience. Working with others is only the beginning of service work. NA service also allows us to spend much of our time directly helping suffering addicts as well as ensuring that Narcotics Anonymous itself survives. This way, we keep what we have by giving it away. Um, what chapter is this? What can I do? That's the name of the chapter. There's a lot of stuff highlighted in here. It says, our earliest involvements with others begin with our sponsor. Our earliest, yeah, our earliest involvement with others often begins with our sponsor. As newcomers, we find it easier if we have someone whose judgment we trust and in whom we can confide. We find that trusting others with more experience is a strength rather than a weakness. Our experience reveals that working the steps is our best guarantee against relapse. Our sponsor's and friends can advise us on how to work the steps. Hmm. 
we have found it helpful to have a sponsor and to use this sponsor. Sponsorship is a two-way street. It helps both the newcomer and the sponsor. The sponsor's clean time and experience may well depend on the availability of sponsors in a locality. Sponsorship for newcomers is also the responsibility of the group. It is implied and informal in its approach, but it is the heart of NA. Wait, but it is the heart of the NA way of recovery from addiction, one addict helping another. We find that by working the steps, communicating with our higher power, talking to our sponsors, and sharing with newcomers, we are able to grow spiritually. And like uh, it was on page 55 of what can I do? There's some old highlighting in this book that uh, <clears throat> is like faded, and some of the pages are falling out of my book here. I've had this a while. Um. So yeah. Uh, so I thought I would talk about sponsorship a little bit, partly because I was like I needed a topic, and uh, I was thinking about my day. And I got to spend the day with some people in the program, and one of them was a good friend, and then I went and met a, a sponsee tonight, and then I got to see another friend I don't get to see very often, so that was really awesome. And we'd had mutual friends over the years, um, so we talked about that a little bit. That was nice to re reminisce a bit about people that have come and gone from the rooms. Um, but I got to go meet a sponsee tonight. And that is such an amazing um, process. You know, we think we don't have anything to give. We think that we, you know, don't have anything to say. We think that, <coughs> I should say I, I think that I don't have much. But really, I have, you know, a lot of experience with staying clean. And I really enjoy sitting down and talking to another addict and having the opportunity to share my experience, strength, and hope and allow Thea to drift away. Because when I'm, I don't know about anyone else out there, but when I'm in those situations, on some level, Thea ceases to exist and I just get to be the vessel, the vessel of hope and God and 12 steps and NA and um, hopefully a life well lived. And I've had a lot of sponsors over the years. I don't recommend that necessarily. I've done some sponsor hopping, if you will. Um, although I will say it's hard to find people sometimes, especially for women in the fellowship. It can be pretty hard to find people. And... Um, you know, I currently have a sponsor that lives in California, so um, I've never even really met with her First, I mean, we've done Zoom and Skype and, you know, calls and FaceTime, but I've never sat down knee-to-knee -knee with her across the table or whatever to do step work, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. It doesn't mean that it can't be impactful for either one of us, and... With that being said, I really believe that sponsorship is more for the sponsor than it is for the sponsee. I've come to realize that I learn so much from my sponsees and I get so much gratitude from them. And um, I walk away feeling so much better. I get to do that work. And it's such an amazing gift. Um, it's always an honor and a blessing 
to sit down with somebody and share and I you know had that opportunity tonight again and I have a phone call of another sponsee I need to make in the morning so um and I think I first learned about how important it is to the sponsor a long time ago I had a um a sponsor and I was going to her house to work some steps and I think I got there early or something and knocked on the door and she opened the door and she was like ah you know and kind of flustered and maybe angry or whatever and I was like this this I don't know about this and you know we ended up you know sitting down and doing a bunch of step work and by the time I left she was a different person she was smiling and she was happy and I just saw a total change come over her um you know when uh when she got to sit down and do that with me and so now after all these years being on both sides of this um table I guess it's it still amazes me the process and I had a hanging out with my friend today we were actually talking about sponsorship a little bit and stuff and she made some really really interesting comments about sponsorship now that I um, think about it and about my expectations on my sponsees and I never really realized I had them but I guess I I guess I do and if you're any of my sponsees are out there sorry <laughs> if I put too many expectations on on them but my my friend made an interesting comment she said sometimes it's easy to take my clean time and try to inject it into them and expect them to be at a certain level of step work or life or whatever it's and so um yeah, I've been thinking about that a little bit. So again, if you're my sponsee and you're listening to this, um, please let me know if I'm doing that because I don't want to do that. You know, we can't expect someone who can only bench press 100 pounds to bench press 300 pounds because I can bench 300 pounds. I can't really bench 300 pounds, and that's kind of a weird analogy. But I think I know. I think you know what I'm trying to say is. Uh, everybody's at where they're at and that's totally okay and my job is just to guide them and listen and and to answer questions as best I can and and just be there for them in days where I just have empathy and go yeah that really sucks (laughs) right life isn't always easy and I think sponsors show us how to get through stuff when it's not easy they might not always say the right thing but they show us when our sponsors are staying clean, they show us. And even when our sponsors aren't staying clean, I had a, a sponsor relapse uh, many years ago, and that was crazy and difficult for me. I'll be honest, I put that person on a huge pedestal. And when they fell off my pedestal that I placed them on, it hurt me. And it felt horrible. And. It was crazy, but I stayed clean. I realized much later that that woman instilled so much in me, and she was such an integral part of my recovery, and I thank her for that. Thank you for that. Um, 
and I didn't realize that till till later. I was actually at a a convention, and ironically, I was speaking at the convention. And they had asked me to talk about sponsorship, and I was like, I don't have a sponsor. And at the time, I didn't have a sponsor, so I was like, eh, I did it. But and I was very honest. I got up and said, I don't have a sponsor right now, <laughs> you know. Um, but I shared about my sponsor that had relapsed, and and you know how tough it was, and how I'd struggled after that to find a sponsor, and had a couple people that kind of didn't work out, and then. A, a gentleman got up after me to share and he shared about how his he'd had a sponsor that relapsed and he talked about how that sponsor had sponsored his ass off and if it hadn't have been for him he wouldn't have stayed clean through that and I was like oh shit that's what I needed to hear because she did she sponsored me <sighs> awesomely I don't even know what the right word is and like I said She's an integral part of my recovery. She was one of the first sponsors I really had that meditated. Um, I was at a point in my recovery. I had maybe five or six years when uh, she became my sponsor. And I was really struggling in recovery at the time. And and she was able to help me. And she was able to shed new light on things and give me a different perspective on things. Um, she was awesome. She still is awesome. I, I see her around sometimes. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we don't always know what the lesson is that the person has to teach us. And I don't always know what the lesson is or the thing that I'm going to give to somebody else. But just like that, they may be giving me 10 times more than what, uh, I give them. And so it's really this awesome, beautiful process, and it's free of charge, <laughs> right? Like I've shared before, I've done all the things, and I've paid a lot of money at times, but I always come back to Narcotics Anonymous. I always come back to step work. I always come back to my sponsor. Um, my sp current sponsor is awesome. She's always just full of love and light, and... When I'm talking to her on the phone, I picture her f floating in the lotus position above her cushion and saying beautiful words and filling me with loving kindness. And, um, you know, it's an awesome thing. I remember I called, I called my sponsor up just a few weeks ago with a thing. What did I, I can't remember now. Um, what I was sharing with her and I was like, da, 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 you know. I said, what do I do now? And she's like, nothing. I'm like, what do you mean nothing? I got to do something with this. No, you just sit with it, Thea. You just, just sit with it. I can't remember what it was now. At the time, it was very important. So thank God for sponsors and sponsorship and my sponsees. And um, thank God for Narcotics Anonymous. It saved my life. I was sitting in a meeting the other day sharing about my first NA meeting, and I broke out in tears. And, you know, 25 years later, I can sit here, and I can almost cry right now, you know, about, you know, how much it means to me. And, and you know, I've taken it for granted at times a lot as well. I'm, I'm not, I won't, uh, I won't lie about that. There's been times where I've taken it for granted and I've wandered away, 
but like I said, I always end up back there and I always end up with a, back with a sponsor and I always end up back doing 12 steps and I'm so grateful. And, um, you know, a couple of days ago I shared about a 10th step and, you know, turning the light back on me and, 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 you know, sitting in these feelings and knowing that it wasn't personal and I had to look at why I was being triggered and why that thing was, why it had me so strong and how can I take it and turn it into something else. And, uh, yeah, I learned some of that from my sponsor, but then what, what's interesting too, is then the next day, yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday, I had this awesome conversation with the person that said the thing to me two days ago. Like, if I had fired back, if I had, you know, been a jerk and fired back and not slowed down and not reacted the way I did, as in I didn't react back to her directly, um, I wouldn't have had that beautiful conversation yesterday. And that, to me, is what a lot of this, you know, is all about. Is these interactions that we get to have. And that I'm I'm personally super grateful for. Um, so, yeah. Thank you to all my sponsors I've had out there. There's probably like 10 of them. 10 sponsors in 25 years. Is that a lot? Let me know. Let me know what you guys think about that. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I don't say, like I said, I don't suggest that to anyone. But we do need different people at different times. I think different people bring us different lessons. Just like different sponsees bring me different lessons. Different sponsors are going to bring me different lessons. Different friends are going to bring me lessons. And I think um, I should be inspired by those people, you know. If I'm sitting in a room and I'm and I'm there's no one's there to inspire me or no no one there I find inspiring I, there's a problem, you know. But when I get to sit across the table from someone who's brand new, you know, less than sixty days clean and wants to do step work, that's inspiring. That's just fucking inspiring to me. Like holy shit, that's awesome. Someone that's willing to do the work. The reward for the work is more work. Sorry. Anyway, I think I could sit here and blather all night, so I'm not going to. And um, it's been 18 minutes already. So y'all have a good night. I hope you're doing awesome. And I will be back tomorrow for episode 2.31. Peace out, everyone. All right, everyone. That's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. And the song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out. <laughs>